0: This week on Black Law and Legal Lies, we discuss attorney-client privilege.
1: Your lawyer cannot present evidence against you based on things that you have told him or her that are supposed to be, con- that you've said to them in confidence.
0: The seriousness of attorney-client privilege. Do you know anybody that's broken privilege?
1: And gotten disbarred, Yeah.
0: If Michael Cohen broke privilege,
1: I think that a lot of the stuff that he is saying, he uh, may have discretion in saying, you know, going back to some of those exceptions.
0: And our girl AOC. Here here she comes. She came out the gate like this. She was like, hey, let me ask you something, (laughs) bro. Say, bro. Yeah did the president ever provide inflated assets to an insurance company? Yes. And I I was, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Hang around for another week of dope edutainment by the Black Law and Legalize podcast. You heard? I tell legal lies,
1: lies, lies legal Black lies. On. I tell legal
0: lies. legal lies. on And Dan on drugs. Dan on drugs. And legalized. Welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legalizing Your Eye, fool, where we specialize in the legal lies. You can follow us across all social media at Black Law Podcast. You can catch me, Dan, where am I? On Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs.
1: And you can follow me, Just Dan, at I Tell Legal Lies on
0: Twitter.
2: This Afro Becky. Don't follow me.
0: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we now would like to treat you to our favorite segment, Afro Becky's Hip Hop Knowledge. Mm. You ready, Beck?
1: You
2: know me.
0: (laughs) You down with OPP? (laughs) That means no, she ain't ready. Oh, I thought she was trying to kick some naughty by nature. All right, Beck, I need you to finish these lyrics, okay? I'll see. From the window to the wall. She knows that one. Come on.
1: She, that's why she's laughing. Finish. She knows this Finish one. Finish the lyric. I want to hear it in her
0: voice. Yes, yes, yes.
2: It may be slightly off a little bit.
0: From the window <laughs> to the wall. Mm. Can you say it so the people can hear you?
2: They didn't hear
1: that?
0: No. No, You. you the thing was that you are
1: not confident in what you're saying. So you started whispering.
0: Yes, people can't hear it when you whisper.
2: So set it up again.
0: From the windows to the wall.
2: Till sweat dripped down my balls.
0: <laughs> to all.
2: These females crawl. Ski
0: <laughs> skeet, skeet <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> all right, you get a point for that one.
2: Finally. You oh get a geez. point. I finally get a point.
0: You will get a point for that one. Okay, so your second one.
1: on. Okay, wait. Wait, hold up Let me, let just let me, give me a minute.
0: Take it, take it in. Just
2: give me a minute. Okay. Okay, right. what's so funny? That right. I knew the lyric or that I said the lyric?
0: Both. <laughs> Both.
2: Okay. All right, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: So, song number two. Hmm. All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. Blank is back with a brand new invention. <laughs> Something grabs a hold of me tightly.
1: I don't know. We've actually talked about this several
0: times. Vanilla ice? Yes. Ice ice, baby. Okay. Not real hip hop, like, though. You know
1: what? You actually should have got yeah. I I expected you to like scream
0: that out.
2: No. This was like
0: the white people rap anthem. hmm
2: It's rap, ain't it?
0: Mm-mm. Why would Mm-mm. I know it? Yeah. Okay, here's one for you. Tommy used to work on the docks.
2: No, it's two. I'm done. <laughs>
0: something, 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 something. <laughs> Wait, really? All I know is Tommy used to work on the <laughs> docks. <laughs> you know, Tommy used to work, and Gina used to work at the something too. Yeah. you wanted to run away. Just stop. You know, you got to hold. Are on. you
2: talking about Journey
0: <laughs> no. or
2: uh, John Bon Jovi? Oh no! Halfway Mm-mm. there.
0: Oh Jesus what Christ! Got, okay, ladies and gentlemen,
1: we got each other. What we are going to
0: discuss? How come she
2: could be okay with it enough you
0: I- threw the words off? <laughs> Did I? Yes, you were wrong. You were <laughs> like two verses ahead. You were two bars ahead. You can do it if you stay on beat and stay in sync. What was? Un- she can't be like hold on, and you like oh we're halfway there can't be doing that in sync i bet you know some damn in sync too
1: look see look she she (laughs) all smiling (laughs) Mm -hmm. had those posters in her room on
2: her wall i had no posters you fuck
0: with some jt though stop that's the closest thing to black she's i had no posters
2: or uh, musicians or anything like that wait Mm -hmm. stop a minute
1: this dude just said that was the closest thing to black.
0: Mm-hmm. J T. No, I'm sorry. The closest sorry. thing to black that she knew before she met. No, him.
1: I'm sorry. I had Aunt Vito nowhere close to black. I'm sorry.
0: That's the closest no, thing, which to means black.
1: she never saw
2: black. Pa- mm-hmm. What happened to Beyonce? Come on. Hello,
0: man. Man, y'all heard so. You know what? I ain't even going. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to be discussing today is attorney-client privilege. Now, this was kind of bought into the media to the forefront because of the Michael Cohen uh, testimony,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: was kind of dope. Uh, a lot of people saying he broke privilege. A lot of people saying, nah, not really. He ain't really break privilege. Um, I don't have an opinion either way because I don't really fucking know. <laughs> hey, at least I'm honest. Becky, do you know?
2: Nope. I don't know, but it would make sense to to me, at least, uh, to assume that privilege was broken. But, mm. you know, I'm not an attorney. Well,
0: here we go. This is how we find out. And what is attorney-client privilege?
1: Attorney-client privilege is actually akin to something we've spoken about a couple of episodes ago. Spousal privilege. Same thing. It's an evidentiary rule, basically, just like you can't get your spouse to turn on you. Mm -hmm. Like the court can't do that. Court can't get your lawyer to turn on you. So basically, your lawyer cannot present evidence against you based on things that you've told him or her that are supposed to be that you've said to them in confidence.
2: So what if you tell them to? kill the witness that could put you in jail
0: why right. would your attorney be your hitman?
2: they could be fixers
0: <laughs> like michael cohen exactly
2: so or olivia pope but you know
1: so there are some exceptions to this attorney confidentiality attorney client confidentiality rule and but let me say that as far as these exception goes it's not a must you know the way the way the law reads or the ethics rules are set up, it is something that you can do if you want to. The privilege, attorney-client privilege, as far as it's concerned, the privilege is actually the client's, right? Okay. So the client can actually waive the privilege mm. and allow the attorney to speak. But as far as exceptions go, attorneys can actually be subpoenaed. Like and- Michael Cope. Right. They can be subpoenaed. And if the client or the lawyer asserts the privilege, then there has to be something called a contradictory hearing, meaning a trial. Mm -hmm. And after all the evidence, if a court says, yes, you have to testify, then the lawyer is compelled to do so. Now, as far as those other exceptions, that's one of them, subpoenaed there are other exceptions i.e um to prevent reasonably certain debt or bodily harm
0: so that just means i can't be like yeah you know we i'm taking her to court because you know fuck the whole but i'm a killer before we get to court just so you know because you know you my attorney right you my attorney, attorney. if
1: and if the lawyer actually believes that See, and that's the thing when I say when I said that they don't have to break privilege. Mm -hmm. You know, it's discretionary.
0: But Mm -hmm. in that case, you would want to.
1: If you truly believed it, like if you believed that if you came and you told me, and I believed that you were about to kill Becky,
0: Mm -hmm. I've told you that many times.
1: (laughs) You know, believe it. If I believed you once again, Becky's still talking, people. For now. if this could be my last day you know if i believe that then discretionary but you have to be careful because you have to look at it in the totality of the circumstances you know so like you jokingly say yeah i'm a killer before the trial Mm -hmm. and you it was just a flyaway comment and there's nothing else that i can use no other context that I can use that would make me think that you're actually going to do that. So
0: what if I said I just went to uh, Dick's Sports because I like to go to Dick's Sports. <laughs> no you
1: just like to say
0: Dick's Sports. <laughs> and I bought a new shotgun got a Mossberg 88 12 gauge with the 18 inch barrel got, and then me I got some, some buck rope, shots
1: and I got some rope and, oh, and some, some tape, bleach, some bleach and I, I got some lime mm-hmm. and I did so in that case I believe you're about to kill it.
0: <laughs> I got me a MAGA hat and <laughs> you know? shit.
1: I believe I believe you're about so that's why I said it's discretionary. So let me get to some of these other ones. So to prevent reasonably certain, see, reasonably certain death or substantial bodily harm, to prevent the client from committing a crime or fraud that is reasonably certain to result in substantial bodily harm, but well bodily injury to the financial interest or property of another to prevent, mitigate, or rectify substantial injury to the financial interest or property of another that is reasonably certain to result or has resulted from the client's commission of a crime or fraud, to secure legal advice about the lawyer's compliance with these rules, to establish a claim or defense on behalf of the lawyer in a controversy between the lawyer and the client. So the last two, basically, if you come to me seeking legal advice and I want to consult with, another lawyer Mm -hmm. right so this gives me the discretion to do that and the very last one after the fact you're trying to sue me for x y and z and there's some privileged conversation that i can use in defense that gives me the the discretion to
2: utilize so you could use it against your client right
0: so ladies and gentlemen there you have it Do not attempt to sue your attorney after you tell your attorney you're going to kill your spouse. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. So in your experience, how serious is attorney-client privilege taken?
1: Extremely.
0: So y'all don't be at y'all bar rooms at y'all country clubs, even though they wouldn't let your uh, ratchet ass in nobody's country club. Man, I've
1: been to the country clubs. So y'all hating. don't be in
0: there like, hey, man, did y'all get that call too about that client that was saying he did this <clears throat> shit? Now, that's and- real.
1: Honestly, that that is real. That's real. That's what I'm saying. But telling. amongst other attorneys, it's not really like, well, I know I've not done it. I've heard other people do it there's really not situations where you're in like a group setting and you just start throwing out names and like you you might scenarios you know like you'll sit around and you like man I had this case and x y and z but you're not trying to give so much identifying information that the other lawyer know who you're talking about and the circumstances you know you might say you know this happened and and whatever 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 but you never want to put your client's information out there because that could lead to disbarment, and you know the last thing you want to do is to be disbarred. Mm-hmm. So, right?
0: do you know anybody that's broken privilege
1: and gotten disbarred? Who? Yeah.
0: Who was it? Uh, your boy E. Eric Gayrod. <laughs>
1: that was part of his uh, disbarment,
0: Cause along with letting... other
1: financial crimes and and um, misdemeanors. <laughs> yeah, well, having people well act as lawyers
0: yeah literally
1: his secretaries and his um paralegals were running the cases so
0: basically by doing that he's breaking privilege by letting these secretaries
1: <clears throat> now because you're the people that you work with in the office they have to see certain things you know they have to see documents right so they're they're under the umbrella because they're working under you His big thing was he was basically subverting the unauthorized practice of law. These paralegals and these secretaries were acting as lawyers because they were settling cases.
0: They was doing some Mike Ross shit, then. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Basically, they were selling. They were calling up other lawyers, communicating with other lawyers, settling cases.
0: They'd be like. Damn it, no Morris. This <laughs> it, deal isn't good enough, right. Morris. Right, just
1: all sorts of stuff. So he got all slippery. But I've known other people who have actually been disbarred
0: for breaking privilege. Why would they do that?
1: Inadvertently.
0: Hmm. So even if you did not maliciously or intentionally break privilege, doesn't It's, a, it's a
1: problem, right? Because literally you need to keep your mouth shut. But some people don't know how to keep their mouth shut.
0: We know people. Like that.
1: <laughs> right. It's like if they know something, eventually you will know it.
0: Yo, here's some shit. Ain't got nothing to do with this, but kind of does. Right. So I grabbed a Walmart bag um, yesterday to clean out the pool skimmer thing to get all the leaves and shit out. Mm-hmm. So there was a seat in the bag. I was like, and eh, Becky might still need that. Pulled it out, and I glanced at it. I said, $290 on three items? What the fuck did she buy? So I'm like, huh, what'd you buy for $290? It's a prescription. Man, y'all don't want to know where my head started going. I'm like, I knew she was schizo, <laughs> psycho, and had like uh, a herpes or some shit. So I'm like, um, she was like, that's not my receipt. I was like, that shit was in the bag. So basically, the pharmacist put somebody else's receipt into the bag because my volume was only like what seven dollars,
2: mm. not even
0: seven dollars. But mm. there's a thing for two hundred and ninety dollars worth of prescription medicine. All right, so we can get that uh pharmacist disbarred. Uh, no, you
2: can't. No, because no? the even though it says a prescription, it doesn't say, say what na- prescription. Right, and then it doesn't say a
1: name.
0: Man, that's the HIV shit <laughs> and the herpes shit. I ain't stupid,
2: man. You
1: are, you are. So stupid. whoever.
0: Went to the Walmart on Veterans Boulevard <laughs> in Metairie, Louisiana. You got the for, herpes. <laughs> y'all got herpes, AIDS, and that's blood not, pressure that's problems. not
1: funny, You stupid. Man. You are stupid.
0: So anyway, all right, let me ask you So this.
2: how was that kind of the thing? No, nah, I'm now not then, even going to go That was there. just a
1: sidebar. Yeah.
0: I be thinking this shit sometimes, and I got to say it. Um <gasps> Let me ask exactly
1: you. why you would never want to be a lawyer.
0: <laughs> Shit, I'd be a the, good lawyer. Narrow, oh, narrow. next episode too. I got an idea for a segment, but um, I'm gonna keep it to myself for now. Just but, remind me.
2: By the way, Mike Ross is a character on a USA show called Suits. Yeah,
0: and Rachel, that bitch.
1: Why she got to be a bitch just because she a princess now?
0: I say Rachel. I didn't say Meghan Markle. No. What? You need to learn no, to separate the no, artist from the art. No. No. <laughs> Man. All right. Let me ask you this question. Do you now know things being from your profession, right? Do you now know things that you wish you did not know, but you cannot tell anybody? Yes,
1: I know things about coworkers that I wish I did not know, but I cannot tell anybody.
0: Hmm. You can tell me. No Hell one's no. listening. No Mm-mm. man, nobody listening. Nah, it, man, just shut the cameras off, right <laughs> Quick. Okay. Other than that, like other clients outside of because and coworkers, I think they'll probably tell that shit to anybody.
1: Mm-mm. Hmm. Nah, you've not heard it float out. I've not heard it floating out. This is some shit that people don't want to be known. Hmm. And and rightly so. But um, other clients, nah, you know, the type of work that I used to do, I used to do domestic work. So family law. And let me tell you that that shit gets real squirrely and people say all sorts of man. You know, it makes you look at people differently. You know, I well, let me take that back. I found out some shit about my neighbor.
0: There's shit on the plate, lady.
1: <laughs> no, Oh. no. You know, she, she just let it all hang out. But another neighbor, I found out some stuff about another neighbor after I did some work for her. And it was like, you know, it makes you, it makes you look at people differently.
0: I can believe it. There was actually an article I read today. It was uh, from a salesman for like a, it was saleswoman, I'm sorry, for a carpet flooring installation place. mm -hmm. And she was like, yo, it's funny when you, you really know people once you're inside of their private space and see them in their natural habitats mm-hmm. and, you know, the totally different people outside that. of that. Right. And she was like, man, I lost faith in humanity. And it was like, what's funny, she said, some of the rich people, the million dollar houses same they're dirtier than the trailer parks mm-hmm. and they have the same problem. Pets pissing on the carpet mm-hmm. need to replace. So I I just thought that was interesting. I'm like, I couldn't get that close to people. But um. so check this out. What do you think Cohen broke privilege? No,
1: I think that a lot of the stuff that he is saying, he uh may have discretion in saying, you know, going back to some of those exceptions. One, two, he's been brought. He voluntarily, I don't think. Well, initially, I think he was under subpoena. The first time he appeared before Congress.
2: Yeah. And he lied.
1: Right. The second time, like now I think that is a part of this cooperation deal that he has with the Southern Southern district of New York. He's actually trying to lessen his time. He has to serve three years. He's trying to shorten that. So anything that he can do, any cooperation that he can give to Congress and to the, um, attorneys in the southern district of new york he's gonna go for it and as i said i'm biased as far as uh the whole michael cohen situation is he can literally tell where all the bodies are buried and it could be him breaking privilege and i would say go for it like i want him to burn trump as much information as he can give burn that bastard burn just tell it all and what's crazy is he is giving up names of other people who know where the bodies are buried. You know, Michael Cohen was with Donald Trump for a certain period of time. But the CFO or his 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 um, accountant that was with him from the very beginning, like, he definitely knows everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? The
2: money man knows it.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. If If, you know... I always say, as far as crime is concerned, follow the money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you follow the money, which is what, for most part, that's what Robin Mueller did. You know, he followed the money. Mm-hmm. That's how he got, oh boy, um, what's the campaign? Manafort. Manafort mm-hmm. Right. That's how he got Manafort caught up. He followed the money. So, who better than the chief financial officer would know where the where the financial bodies are buried?
2: And also, note Trump still has refused to share his tax returns, which are never going to
1: oh appear. Now nah, they are; they will. With, Why will they? With, because we have a new sheriff in town, so to speak. The house is controlled by the Democrats, but they can't make. Oh, yes, they can. We're well, we that too. Elijah Cummings and and several other committee chairpersons they're they are in. The works like this whole situation is in the works right now to get access to his tax return.
0: All right. So check this out. Clarity, right? We need some clarity. OK, so there was this dude on Twitter, Joshua Block. I don't know who the fuck he is, but I thought his tweet was interesting, right? OK, so Trump's tweet is I never directed Michael Cohen to break the law. Trump wrote. He was a lawyer and he is supposed to know the law. It is called advice of counsel and a lawyer has great liability if a mistake is made. That's why they get paid. So Joshua Block's response is, Asserting an advice of counsel defense generally constitutes a waiver of attorney-client privilege. Maybe the materials withheld by the special master Barbara Jones will eventually be turned over to the Southern District New York, or something after mm-hmm. all s d n y mm-hmm. so asserting a vice of counsel defense constitutes a waiver of attorney client privilege
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: from the window to the right. wall
1: so basically what he's saying is if you did something under Vice of counsel, that means counsel can say what they actually told you to do it's not it wasn't. It wasn't a privileged communication because, you know, attorney-client privilege rests on three foundations. First, communication. And the communication has to be privileged. It's something that you tell your lawyer, right? And it's something that you tell your lawyer in confidence or that the information that you're telling them you expect to be kept between you and your lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. So what you're, what if what he is saying is true that what he did or what was done was not directed by him. It was something that his lawyer said, okay, this is what you should do. Then that's not really a communication that you, you know, you didn't say I did X, Y, and Z. You said I did X, Y, and Z. And then your lawyer said, well, this is what we're going to do. Right?
0: I guess. So I'm lost. (laughs) I'm just looking at the notes.
1: Uh, So, so basically he's saying it's not, it's not attorney at that point it's not attorney client uh, it is not related to attorney client privilege because it is not a communication between you and your lawyer that you expected it to be privileged you just said you had an issue and your lawyer decided this is what we're going to do to correct the issue and then your lawyer acted hmm. right so it's not really anything that you did it's something your lawyer did so if it's something your lawyer did is that really privileged
0: interesting i still don't get it but i'm just gonna nod my head which is
1: what what the guy is saying which if you think if you think about it so let's put it in in a layman situation if i say man um becky been bullying me and you know that makes me feel really bad and i tell this to you and then I'll get my you puppet say, out. You say, you know what? Becky shouldn't be doing that. I'm going to beat Becky's ass. And so you go beat Becky up because Becky's been bullying me. It's not like I said to you, go beat Becky up.
0: I would never I just- <laughs> beat Becky up for bullying you though. That just, now, <laughs> I would encourage that behavior.
1: But that, you know, extreme, extreme example, but that's basically what this guy is saying. Okay. Trump presented you with a problem and you solved the problem on your own through means that Trump had no knowledge of, which we all know is a lie because Trump knew about everything from the very beginning, even though he denied knowing about it. Then he confessed, yes, I knew about it. Then now it's like, when did he know it? At what point did he know it? You know,
0: deny, deny, deny. I ain't never knew it. I don't know nothing.
1: But you know what? That's one thing about our President he flip flops so many times that you don't know what is a lie and what is truth, and the bad part about it is he believes everything he says.
2: see the thing that that gets me is that the President goes on camera and publicly lies constantly mm-hmm. so they get this his attorney in there and they attack him th- lying th- his <laughs> His credibility, right. not Trump's credibility, right. but his credibility.
0: Right. Well, his that, attorney doesn't have any credibility, though.
2: No. Well, actually, no. he
1: does. He but, he he lied, but he's not a liar.
0: That Becky.
2: But what I'm saying is, you have this person that is constantly, constantly lying, lying <laughs> and and has it. We have it on tape. We have years says, of evidence Right. this Then he this says, man. "I
1: never said that." But then you roll the tape back. And you see it,
2: so I don't understand how this committee can be so
0: Republican members of the committee, right? Right. Well, speaking of the committee, man, my girl, she jumped out there. She was like, and it's funny because nobody. All right, so you got five minutes, right? In in this um in this committee, yeah, you got Mm -hmm. five minutes to basically cross examine.
1: Cohen. But most people, they wanted to pontificate.
0: Okay? I got my black woman back here that worked for <laughs> Trump. This is my nigger, and she works for him. Right, her. everybody. Like, the it, fuck out of here! It was the
1: craziest thing to me. Most of the Republicans, instead of in a good majority of the Democrats, instead of asking questions, they had a speech. You know, it was like I spent four and a half minutes just. Soliloquizing. Yeah, this is and basically then, how
0: it went. So you know, the American people deserve to know what it is that our president has been doing. And you look up four minutes gone by, like, so I'd like to ask you, sir, <laughs> what is your name? Right,
1: right. <laughs> it was it was the craziest thing, and the whole time I'm like, oh my god, y'all are wasting so much time. Y'all could have been doing something, but then...
0: Here, here she AOC. comes. She came out the gate like this. She was like, hey, let me ask you something, bro. <laughs> Say, bro. Yeah. Did the president ever in- provide inflated assets to an insurance company?
1: Yes. And I, I, was, I was like, what the fuck? What <laughs> right. That- it was out the blue. Where it come from? Right. Because everybody else was like, okay, w- you know, the Moscow meeting, and then the, this and that. And I'm like... Even
0: Michael Cohn was like, look, he did one of these. <laughs>
1: Like
0: okay yeah yes he did and so you know,
1: then wait but I kept after I heard her say that I was like man who hipped you to the game like who the hell did you get who dropped a bug in your ear and said these are the questions you need
0: to ask it don't even matter cause they did that shit so then she followed up was like I I bet so you saying <laughs> yeah right you saying yeah he was like yes <laughs> all right who else know about this then. And then he started dropping Man, every that dude, name that dude said alan weiselberger <laughs> yeah. ron lieberman and michael calamari
1: yeah he was like everybody from the cfo to the coo and i don't know who the other dude was michael
0: calamari no looked-
1: michael calamari is a coo that's like his um he started out as trump's like little Bitch. security person right
0: he looked like uh he looked like he was in the mafia too
1: he started, he started out as his, his um, security, and he actually ran security while Trump was on the campaign trail until, like, Secret Service took over. But he was one of the ones that was, like, roughing up all the um, hecklers
0: and mm-hmm. everybody
1: else. But he went from, like, a dime store security guard to the
0: COO that's right because he i bet you he knows where the bodies are buried yep, because he, he put them there. Yes, yes. straight up
2: but yes. you know when you started reading off them names i thought you were making them up no like, not.
0: man that's <laughs> what your boy said no michael uh,
1: michael cohen he ratted out everybody michael cohen was like this one and this one and then he like consulted some stuff and then he's like and then and
0: man was, that dude uh which of your boys Jesus and Merrill, right Uh, shout to them dudes man their show on showtime right their first episode they played that clip of him going off on the names it's like michael calamari man that that sounds like a damn alias that's some shit that if you tell the police your name is michael calamari they're gonna tighten the cuss on your ass i was dead man so um what that does at least in my opinion is it helps the investigation because now we can subpoena these people now, right?
1: They are they. They actually, um, from what I understand, they are in the process of getting these people before the committee.
0: Straight up. So that takes us to ask an attorney, 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 from the window to the wall, the sweat drops off my ball. All these females crowd. They all. Uh, okay, here we go. My elderly grandmother is being taken advantage of by her housekeeper. Mm -hmm. She is giving her past two housekeepers thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. We found check receipts showing a payment of $7,000 to her housekeeper, whose weekly rate is $490. My grandmother is also showing early signs of dementia Mm -hmm. and gets very defensive when we ask about the payments or... Uh, when we try to explain that people are taking advantage of her, mm-hmm. what can we do to protect my grandmother and her finances? In all honesty, she's paying for this lady's companionship, and the lady is not even cleaning the home. The home is filthy.
1: Mm. All right, so interdiction would would probably be your best bet. That's what it's called in Louisiana. I don't I don't know the common law equivalent of interdiction, but basically there are two separate types of interdiction and what that conservatorship i i believe conservatorship would be the common law equivalent so it's basically having someone oversee your body and your finances or just strictly your finances that's that's why i said that it can be a partial interdiction so partial conservatorship wherein you control the finances of this person.
0: That's like basically like power of attorney. But well, deeper. that
1: well power of attorney is, for example, if I want you to be able to handle my business, mm-hmm. I go before a notary and I give you the authority to do that. interdiction, Even if I don't want you to be head of my business, a judge has decided that that is needful. So a judge has appointed a curator or an under and and or well, a curator and an under curator. Basically, it's something it's taken out of your hands. So with power of attorney, you have a choice. You can you can appoint somebody to do X, Y, and Z for you. And their lack of mental capacity, maybe their mental capacity diminishes over the years, does not void the power of attorney. So that person still has authority to handle x y and z thing is when you've given somebody power of attorney you still can handle your own business with an interdiction or conservatorship there is a difference you can't handle your finances if it's just a partial so that the the person that's given curatorship handles your finances you can't go to the bank and get money you can't do anything to do with your finances the curator has to go has to do everything
0: so one for you one (laughs) for me and there you have it ladies and gentlemen this has been another week of black law and legal lies don't forget we always appreciate ratings and reviews Mm -hmm. and you can catch us across all social media at black law podcast you can find me dan at i am dan on drugs on ig and twitter
1: and you can find me, Just Ann, at I Tell legalize on Twitter.
2: And this has been another legal adventure with Afro Becky.
0: Ooh, it's legal. It's legal now. To the wall.
2: Have a great week, America.
1: Bye. Peace.